Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 408. I hope you're having a nice day. Uh, thanks if you came out to the shows that I did in San Francisco at Cobbs. Oh, San Francisco, I love you. Your weather was amazing. The America's Cup was cool, even though I don't know anything about sailing. But really, really fun shows. So thanks again. It's, it is, it's so nice to meet people that, uh, you know, can I gush for a second? Because there are some comics that maybe don't have an audience that they would, like, want to hang out with and stuff. But honest to God, if when people come up after shows and say hi and show stuff that they've made or, st- you know, like, I, I just, I'm like, oh, I, I could hang out with you. Where were you when I was growing up? I needed friends. So we're going to be doing more of these shows on the 27th of September in Boston uh, at the Wilbur Theater. I will be there with uh, Matt Myra. He's going to be opening for me. Oh, Matt Myra, he's growing up. So if you live in Boston, you probably know Matt. So come out to the show. And then I'll be at the Carolina Theater November 8th in Durham, North Carolina. So uh, tickets are on Nerdist.com slash calendar. Go and grab those. Hey, the sponsor for this episode of the Nerdist Podcast is Fox. Yeah, that's right. We get a big media sponsor on a little niche media outlet. Tuesday, September 17th, is the premiere of Dads, which is Giovanni Ribisi and Nerdist Podcast pal Seth Green. It's from the creators of Family Guy and Ted. And then also, right after that, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andy Samberg, also Nerdist Podcast guest. I'm not trying to tie all these things back to the Nerdist Podcast, but um, it's kind of hard not to when that happens to be the case. Uh, so there's two new comedies coming to Fox. You should absolutely check them out. Let us know what you think. That is September 17th, Tuesday. Thank you so much to Fox and Dads and Brooklyn Nine-Nine for sponsoring this episode of the Nerds Podcast. Good luck to you, Samberg and Green. Chris Hardwick is pulling for you. I don't know why I got sort of weirdly Irish and Burgess Meredith uh, at the same time. This episode of the podcast is Alison Brie. Delightful Allison Bree making a return visit to the Nurse Podcast. She was on our first year of the Nurse Podcast and has come back. Her triumphant return. Um, let's just talk about hilarious, delightful, wonderful, talented Allison Bree. This was an incredibly fun episode, and uh, you know, again, when someone comes on and they can and they're just like riff monsters on the show, uh, it just elevates everyone's game, and that's what Allie does uh, with us. So here you go, the Nerdist Podcast number four zero eight with Allison Bree. Community will be returning sometime. No one knows they're making it, so it'll be somewhere. But uh, let us know when that's going to happen, NBC. Come on, come on.
Now entering Nerdist.com. Yeah, I, I came in, and uh, this is just what I love about this space is I'm I'm often surprised by the things that are going on here. So it's great to walk into the theater and see it's completely black in the theater. All and there's a spotlight and a guy with a puppet and another guy playing a cat keyboard. <laughs> and it's going meow 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 this meow. Sounds like, similar to what I walked in on, but they were like. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I was walking up to the door, and I heard it, and I was like, I don't want to even see it. See, the weird, the weird thing is, I heard it, and I was like, maybe that's Chris in there. <laughs> We're doing our podcast vocal warm-ups. Like, meow, 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 meow. I don't know what you guys do to prepare for my entrance. So, Meowison Bree is here to... <laughs> Oh man! Give a meow of applause. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is down there, but it's amazing. And I think I even said as I walked by, like, "This seems right." Like, it's just sort of. <laughs> yep. This Check. is yeah. Uh, this yeah. is exactly the kind of thing. That... It's like that Simpsons episode where Bart looks into the offices of Mad Magazine, and it's just a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> it's just a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> that is essentially what's yeah, going on right. here. Yeah. Allie, it's nice to see you. It's good to see you. It's... You. It's good to be back. I know. You're a returning guest. Yes, and I would like to point out that I was the first woman to ever be on the Nerdist podcast, or at least that's what you told me the first time that I did it. That was true. I think we also brought it back up on the uh, TV show version. We we brought it at like, you know, you were the first woman. Was I I the first woman on the the TV show? No. No. Oh, well. I don't believe so. Didn't get that phone call in time, um, I guess. Well, in our hearts... Slipped through the Okay, how about this? How about this? Cracks. What if... If if you if you if, if people air that if they watch that one first, then it's like yeah yeah yeah. So if they create their own playlist with you know if they buy it on iTunes or whatever, then okay. it's like then then that's like yeah. Then you're the first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what I would recommend <laughs> everyone do. But I think that since the TV show was spawned from the podcast, still I'm the first woman to have ever done it. Yeah. Well, we refer to you as Podcast Eve. Uh, like wow. you're the first not wow. podcast Steve. No, Thank not you. podcast Thank Steve. You. Uh, I fucking hate Steve. <laughs> <laughs> not, so you're 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 basically the Eve of uh, of the Nerdist podcast. Good, good. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. Good. It was good to see you at Comic Con. Um, yes, that was a fun. The panel. You guys were in Hall H. Community was in Hall H. It was crazy. I I didn't even I, I couldn't even fathom how many people were in there while we were doing it because it was like not only after when I was looking at photos that like Gillian and Jim took that I was kind of like oh shit I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like, it goes all the way back there. It's like it, about, it's all, somewhere between sixty five hundred and seven thousand people. That's crazy. But that's in a room. That's what's scary about it. it if that was a People in a field, nothing. I wouldn't really. It's really, not, not a big deal. It's yeah, spread I guess, out because a can... field you can fill up with way more people. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's just, a, just like... one room of that many people it, it, makes it's... me uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable now. I'm retroactively uncomfortable. Oh God, what's going to happen it. to me? Well, you survived. So what's going to happen <laughs> oh. is it went. Do great. we know that for fine. sure? Do okay. we know that for sure? Yeah, <laughs> guys, we died during the panel. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were great. You were great. It was so wonderful to have you there. I was thrilled to be able to do it. Yeah. So much better having someone like you do it than someone who's just like, 
I don't know, asking straight questions and not giving Dan any shit. <laughs> Dan gives himself enough shit. He does, he does. Yeah. But it's fun to, 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 to watch that banter. I mean, I liked his his Iron Man suit. Was, well, that was made was by incredible. Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub made. Rob Schraub. Yeah. Schraub the, then they all pulled it off him. Yep, there was a fair amount of rehearsal time that went into that in the green room before. <laughs> which, but none of us had any idea. Dan just walked in with like all these pieces of Iron Man. And we were just like, yeah! <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it looks rad! Oh, we're in, we're in! Um, were you at Comic-Con the whole time or just for the Sunday? No, it was a pop-in. It was a quick sting operation. I got in Saturday. I got in Saturday, so we did a lot of like running around and talking about the show nonsensically. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Oh. Wouldn't that be weird if nonsensically was not the right word for nonsensical? <laughs> I was kind of like, it's going to work either yeah. way. It's based off the <laughs> Greek god nonsensicles, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a great pair of nonsensicles. We think um, it, it was very difficult to figure out what he was actually about. <laughs> um, so he was. I just want him to have like one big testicle and one little testicle, <laughs> and maybe like a weird third testicle. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of Comparicles. <laughs> yeah. I always get those two mixed that, he's up. He's the Greek god of one thing's way bigger than the other. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's Comparicles. So many gods. There's a lot. One for everything. Gods, yeah. There's oh one for everything. So, uh, so we came in Saturday. We bopped all around uh, and 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 like partied. We didn't. I don't know. I really party. And then and then Sunday was. <laughs> Why'd like you backpedal on that so fast? I, I don't know because I felt like it's it's a misrepresentation of me. Like that I fucking party. You fucking throw down. Well, you could just like have fun. You could just have a fun time. We just had a fun night. I, yeah. Party it, is very specific though. No kids. Kids party all the time. It doesn't mean that they're drinking and doing drugs. It doesn't. No, no, no. They're just like they're cake. Are you guys hearing the cat opera downstairs? <laughs> I heard a chorus. Well, what's that ma- meowity? Right here, right meow. <laughs> there is no other place I wanna be. Meow. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know what that is downstairs. That that was a much bigger chorus than what I heard before. It's getting intense down there. <laughs> <laughs> what if they had like 200 cats that's just, where they just pulled in cat cat, I, cat audience is yeah, that what you're thinking a cat audience just, yeah. they just had 200 cats they all came out to see this and they're going crazy <laughs> these cats are from a shelter this is the only thing they'll get to go and do <laughs> oh no <laughs> trying to show them a good time <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. Just swim in a sea of cats. I love cats. You know for a fact. Do you have no. cats? I have two cats. You do? Well, yes. But full disclosure, they're my boyfriend's cats, but they, they live with me, so they're now my cats. Yeah, those are more your cats than his cats. Actually. Do you guys live I together? So. We do. But oh, okay. The, but, so the, that but, may... but the cats moved in before he did. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> to scope it out. Yeah. Were they like sentinels? I was sort of like, I don't need to see you every day, but can the cat? We need the cats here. I think I just need the cats here, and then just whenever see, you're around, just to see if the cats are cool. First. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, and they were having separation. They were. It was more like, yeah, we weren't spending enough time with the cats, and they were lonely at like at, at their w- at their own place. But they got each they other. They stopped eating. No, they became anorexic, and they were really upset. Really? Only one of because them. Because he was never around. Yeah. He was always at your place. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, that's we way better than that's me. way better than mulemia. No. No. What? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, cats are kind of mulemic. They throw up hairballs. Yeah, that same cat, this anorexic, it throws up quite often. Well. And I'm always worried. I'm constantly worried. 
And what what can you do? They're not even are they do you consider them your cats now? I do. I call them my cat. You asked if I had cats, so I said I had cats. I guess that's true. I call them my cats. They are. Oh. What, are what are the names? <laughs> if they're your cats, you'll know their names. Oh shit. I didn't <laughs> I didn't think this through. <laughs> There's the one. There's the one. Its name is Table Tableton. Tableton. And uh <laughs> Pause and, Tableton? Pause Tableton and micro Michael. Phone. Mike, Michael phone. Michael phone. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds they're, like... They're, they're an interesting pair of real cats that do indeed live with me in our mind. Now, Michael phone sounds like a <laughs> shitty superhero whose only power is that he can project his voice really far. I am Michael phone! Oh, no, no, And everyone no, freaks no, out no, and it goes no, so far no, and then everyone's waiting. Yeah, that's, that's about it. The windows shatter. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys stop the cr- doing the crimes? <laughs> That's all he has to follow now, up with. Now, now that I have your attention. Yeah, thank um... you. Thanks. Uh, so stop, stop it. Please. <laughs> this no? is all I can do. I'm going to have to recharge for a while. I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to sing cat pun songs until you stop w- robbing yep. things. You got more? No. no. I, I'm not Microphone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm true. a more. I'm... Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Oh, come on, guys. That really hurts. You know what? I could be. Good. <laughs> where, where, where were you? Shooting a movie or something? You were gone uh, for a while. I was, yeah. I was shooting. I First, I shot I shot a movie in Baton Rouge, uh, beautiful Baton Rouge, with yep. uh, called Search Party with TJ Miller oh, that's and right. Adam Pally and, uh, and Thomas, Thomas Middleditch. Middleditch. Yeah, Middleditch. Middleditch, Middleditch, Middleditch. He's great. I did you say did, did you say TJ times. was in that? Yeah. TJ Miller was in that one. Oh boy. What? Oh boy. What? And so was Adam Pally. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adam. <laughs> hey, it's me, crazy Adam Pally. <laughs> hey, it's me, Adam, doing a TJ Miller impersonation. <laughs> it's not as good as the other one. Um, that was a blast. Those guys are super fun. It was so fun. Yeah. I-, I think everyone was kind of bummed that we were in Baton Rouge and not New Orleans, except me. I was like, oh, it's like the suburbs and there's a yoga place. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Baton Rouge is great, right, guys? And everybody was kind of like, no. Bored. Yeah. Yeah. But what was your typical Baton Rouge day? You know, wake up, go to yoga, go to the set, hey. maybe pop by Whole Foods. Oh, God. Call the wow. cats just to say hi. Wow. Honey, put the cats like a, on. Sounds like your life here. <laughs> That's why I like to do it. I don't like adventure. Um, <laughs> it's perfect. Everything. I just set up my hotel room the same way as yeah. my house. With the Michael Jackson poster in the same spot. Cardboard cats in the corner. Shut the, up. the what in the might spot? Nothing. Which, so then. What? <laughs> so then, by that one. one day, uh, something unexpected happened. And another thing. it was a fun it was no it was fun i think i think new orleans i feel like would be intimidating to shoot in because it's so crazy all the time and i've been i i I love going out for mardi gras for a quick 48 hours and i come back super sick but i feel like that environment would be crazy allison brie gone wild you won't believe (laughs) how far allison brie is willing to go I can't have temptation too close to me while i'm working yeah well unfortunately you were in baton rouge i was in baton rouge you're, you're in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Not doing Everyone the there same. speaks with a French accent. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like legit, not like a Creole accent. No, I've never fully been. French. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> She's a good actress, Joan. Yeah. Well, it's you know I've never been there, so there's really no way of me knowing. I'm so that glad that's where you're going with that. I said she's a good actress, so you're gonna be like, well, there's no way of me knowing that. I've never seen one thing she's done, not one. You've never that's seen, never seen the Mad Men comedy hour. 
No. Is that the one with the guy from the uh, talk soup? Yeah, no, no, no. Close. No, yeah. It's close. It's yeah. close. No, okay. Could Joel have played Don Draper? In a world. I just saw Joel- In a World. Me too. I saw it last night. I, I loved it. <laughs> it's so good. It ends with oh one of my favorite God. songs. I loved it. Is so it about much. the guy who records all the. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. The voiceover world. Don. Don LaFontaine. Don LaFontaine. La- 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's Lake Bell's movie. It's uh, She wrote and directed it. Demetri Martin's in it, and he's really good he's in really it. He's really good in it. Um, and it's my favorite thing I've ever seen him in. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, he's he's fantastic in it. It's uh, I literally Everybody's saw good it in it. Cordry. Rob Cordry is like. Oh. Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played the his wife? Who was that? Michaela Watson. Yes. Yes. Great performance. I love her. She's yeah. great. She's always great. Janixa's in it in a, a a part that seems to have been. Do you know Janixa? Yeah, I do know Janixa. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Janixa. Brett Gelman's Brecht- 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 girlfriend. Oh, she's a very good director, but she she was the uh, she was the one that was eating snacks. No wonder. And the whole time I was like, how do I know her? Yeah. They make the Tig best Nataro's Christmas cards. Oh. Yes, their Christmas cards are great. Tig's in it. Yeah. Tig's in it. Um, she was great. Who else? Uh, how come you weren't in it? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you should have been in that. Wait a minute. You know all those people. <laughs> Excuse me. What happened? Beep, boop, bop, boop, boop. It's that they don't know because it's, it's a podcast. So they don't oh, know yeah. So they, they wouldn't have told. Yeah, exactly. Not. Beep, boop, bop. Boop, boop, boop. Six, seven, boop. eight, nine. Nine numbers? Boop. Okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the last two? Hello. Hi, this Half is Betty tone, Boop. Press boop again. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, who were yeah. you calling just now, by the way? The past to try and get but, in that mode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you got one of the time I was just phones. calling, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it is really good. I, 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 I loved saw it. saw it and then came straight here. It put me in a good mood. You know how, like, I'm so, I feel like really affected if I see a movie that is really terrible. I get so grouchy afterwards. And if I see a movie that I love, I leave like like yeah. dancing in the street. I'm like so great for the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> that was me last night. Just so excited. I was excited. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen a lot of anything lately because hmm. uh, I, I I was catching up on Breaking Bad for I mean like rewatching for your job for my work. Yeah, tough, um, tough job, man. It's really hard. Someone <laughs> suggested on someone's. I wish I knew the username, but they were like, yeah, "When Mad Men comes back, you should host Mad Mentions." <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm in. I'm behind the last season, though. I I saw the first. Wow. Episode or two. The truth. Oh, you didn't see the last season? Out. No, Ooh, not shit. yet. Ooh, but I did. I did. I did see. Uh, I did see Trudy Campbell laying down some fucking law. Yeah. Which was awesome. Smack down. Yes. Yeah. That was a smack up. Yeah. So, okay. I, but I don't know what I don't know what the result of all that stuff is, and I don't want to give anything away for people who haven't seen even up to that part yet. But That's but true. but but watching you be like super like all right fucking bullshit's over. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, when Trudy being like a human being and showing yeah. multiple. <laughs> well, it's nice. We've always, I've always played Trudy. I think as a smart character, and and you know, talking with Matt about her and stuff like that. We've always. She's gone in and out of, does she know things? Does she not? I know I'm trying to be now super vague for spoiler right. alert purposes. Um, but it, it is always nice then to have those moments where you're just like, see everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. She knows what's up. She knows up. what's up. Like, yeah. she's better than you thought. Although I don't think people like oh, hey, yeah. Trudy. That scene with a, with a person comes to the kitchen. Oof. That was a great scene. Yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. great scene. That was. Yeah. I'm trying not to. Did when, you see it? That scene where a person uh, comes to the, the kitchen. kitchen. He said, "What's for breakfast?" I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> she there knows was, what's for she breakfast. Knows. So much to it. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yeah, it was cool. And when we and before we shot it too, because I it's like I don't get scripts. I get them. I get them uh, for the episodes that I'm in, but not the other. But scripts. do you get and them? Sometimes I get them, and other times I just don't get them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I saw everybody right before we shot it, and I hadn't got the script yet. And everybody, because there's such so much secrecy about the show, you're not even really allowed to talk about it with other cast members. Oh, weird. Even though it's already written, and they know I'm going to get the script the next day. It's like I saw everyone two days before we shot it, and they were like, oh, shit, did you read it? And I was like, <laughs> no, what happens? And they're like, oh, you'll see. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I okay. could just go read it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. it it's Everyone's like, so it's afraid. Everyone's so afraid of getting, getting busted. It's true. I get episodes for things now uh, where I basically have to, I have software and then the software is viewing software that's on my desktop and I'll get an email like you have something to view in your software it's like, and then this software a, will self-destruct yeah, and then there's a watermark of my name across the middle of it so they can track exactly when it was when if it gets out then they know you know oh, so yeah. it's fucking intense oh yeah Mad Men is everything is hard copies it's not like community where they just email us our scripts or our script changes it's like Hand delivered by a guy they on a, won't on a pony who's <laughs> yeah. yeah. who's dressed like a like a Union soldier. Yeah, yeah. It's, which is great for the effectism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. good. It's good. The Confederate cosplay is a yeah, it's, Civil War reenactment. It's really nice. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I would. I, I almost. Uh, <clears throat> I almost. I really don't like knowing things too far in advance. I agree, and actually, I'm I'm such a huge. <laughs> so it sounds really nerdy um, that I'm such a huge fan of Mad Men that I actually really like watching the show as a fan because I'm not in that many of the episodes. So it's nice that I don't get the scripts because one, I I don't have to keep too many things secret, which is like I'm like I don't want to know because then I won't accidentally spill the beans. Not that I would anyway. <sighs> <laughs> Let's see those beans. And you don't have to spill some. You could just drop a few beans on the ground for what us. What if I just open the can and show you? <clears throat> can we sniff the beans? No. That would give us the essence. You can stick of... your finger in the bean what? juice. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I'll go. It sounds That's... like a euphemism for something. <laughs> it looks like somebody stuck his finger in, in the, the bean, bean juice. juice. Yo, dog, you stuck your finger in the bean juice one time. Man, I got all up in that bean juice. <laughs> you get up in that bean juice. Your finger smell like bean juice, dog. <laughs> What? <laughs> you invented bean juice. I'm over it. What are you talking I'm about? Against it. Uh, but it's your thing. Oh, you're gross now. To me. <laughs> I'm not gross. I'll, I'll never look at you the same way. I was yes ending your bean juice, oh, Rev. Oh God, it went. It went you weren't south. supposed to. Oh, you weren't supposed to. I have put four test. fingers yeah, in the bean the juice test. this time. Yeah. Too many. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Whatever happened with the? Because uh, when we had you on the podcast before a couple years ago, <clears throat> there was that whole thing where you told the story about the guy that you had sex with in college, and then it was like, a, and you were like, and this thing blew up, and I didn't really. Oh, mean it my to become gay a- friend. Yes. Yes. Well, it's still out there. Well, it's in a book. This right. Thing. It's in a book, which in hindsight, you know, was maybe not. I just agree. I was just like, yeah, cool. I'll be published in a book, and yeah. didn't think like, oh, that story. Is kind of intimate and and very sexual and and, and will strange. have repercussions. And it could have repercussions. Um, you know, still once in a while because it's up online on 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 some on like nerve.com or something. And so still people will send it to me every so often. And and the reaction seems to have flipped. I don't remember what it was. People were I don't know that people were like so outraged before, but now they're just like. This is awesome. I love you even more. <laughs> now, like, do, do, do straight dudes come up to you and they're like, hey, I'm pretty gay. You should probably... Uh... No, but on the project I was just working on, not Search Party, but a, a different one, uh, a, a questionably straight character um, did approach me and, and was just like, 
can I ask you a question that has nothing to do with work? He was working on the movie. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know that that's a <laughs> Should I invite yeah. should I, should I have HR <laughs> come over I, before I you ask I'm this not question? Sure, but 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 sure. Um because it's me and I'm always like, Yeah, what do you want to know? Yeah. Um You love adventure. <laughs> you know what? I love adventure. <laughs> and and he was like, So I read a story. It took him a really long time oh, to get it no. out of and I was like uh-huh. I wanted to make him say the whole thing. He was like, where? I think you wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> About your, your friend in college? Mm-hmm. Where, where are you going with this? And, and so he finally got it all out of his mouth. And he was like, was that, was that story true? And I was just like, "Yep." <laughs> Rocked him. He couldn't. We didn't. We couldn't get. Was into he a expecting you to just grab his shirt and go? Do you want to find out? Let's do it. <laughs> Even though he was like masquerading as straight, maybe he's a straight guy. I don't believe it. But, but <laughs> I don't believe it. But so that story uh, had repercussions for 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 years to come. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess. Did the guy ever read it? He's still a good friend of mine. Yes, he read it, and he. I think he really liked it because I. I it really shines more of a poor light on me than it does him and he was kind of too he was fairly sort of like that's not totally how i remember it and i was like just go with it it's funny <laughs> <laughs> but that's what also people don't get is like you write a comical like semi-autobi or autobiographical thing and it's a true story but you are going to embellish things for comedy and you're making jokes and it is from memory that I, yeah. that you're kind of coming up with this thing that you're you know like i said we had performed it as as like a live monologue so it's like you kind of work you're working off of audience reactions, and then you're writing it down, and right. then you're kind of changing it. So it's sort of like, yeah, it all happened, but you don't have to take every single little, you know, like if you offhandedly make a joke to someone about murdering someone, and then they're like, holy shit, Alison Brie kills people. Like <laughs> you know, like, well, God, I'm so, I'm going to go home and kill myself. And everyone's like, oh my God. Well, put her on watch. Yeah. Put her on watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think, um, unfortunately, um, you know the uh, people have a general perception of you, and if they see you on Mad Men, even if they see you as a as a comedic actress on Community, they may not think of you as a comedian per se. Right, and so you're not given the same. Even comics, you can say something that you it, you're you're so, it's so obvious. Like why why would you think I was serious about that? And someone's so like, what is that supposed to mean? Totally. When they see it written down online and they don't have it in context, it, it's just yeah. they they cannot. They just think of it as like. This is like that a news story. Worst. Oh, God, I know. Well, it's like Dan Harmon gets in trouble for a lot of this stuff because, you know, he has no filter and he'll no. write these blogs and people want to take them and make them a story. And you're sort of just like, it was a quick metaphor. I don't know what you, why you're making a big deal about this, like no. things like that. People, uh, you know, fail to understand humorous metaphor sometimes, I think. I don't know. I, in some ways, I'm, I'm still glad, actually. I think I was so... When the story had first written it and people like had such a big reaction, I was more just shocked that that would have gotten so much attention. But now I think that that anything I would have done would have gotten so much attention or, or to have negative attention. But now it's sort of nice because, I don't know, it's like a quick, easy way to break that persona that people just think that I'm like Annie or that I'm like Trudy all but the do, time. But do you regret it, it like... or do you kind of like like the pictures, like the sexy spanking pictures you took with Gillian? <laughs> Do you, are you ever? Are you? Is there ever a point like if someone comes up to you and they want you to sign, or they talk about it, or they make it all about that kind of stuff? Are you like, I'm? I really regret doing that stuff. No, you know, I don't. I don't regret it. Certainly, there are creepy people that you're like, ew, I mean, we're talking about this for too long. And that's yeah. and that's weird. Um, 
But like, what did your hand feel like as it was striking her <laughs> naked flesh? Yeah. And, oh, and Jonah, <laughs> is that? I think I see part of your nipple. I've enhanced it many times. Um, well, I photoshopped one on. I, tell me yeah. if this is close to how People it looks. Do, yeah. That's the one thing I will say is like, it's kind of like what if, whether you take those pictures or not. There's a picture I took where I'm like in a tank top and like kind of sexy shorts underwear maybe and people have photoshopped like gratuitous nipples Aww. on me and I'm like and then other people find it online and they're like this is fucking rad and send it to me on Twitter and I'm like okay uh, you gotta just let it go you can't yeah. battle each one of those people you it's can't just always like, have hey, it on hand here's what it really was here's what it really yeah every yeah. time I send it to that I'm like, my nipples like, are nothing like that <laughs> So this is sort of an interesting. Uh, this is a question that I'm I'm curious to know because uh, I'm you know th- I, this isn't really an area that I'll ever probably ever really be able to explore <laughs> as as a performer. But the so exploitation y- of nipples. Well, <laughs> it's got to stop. Exploitation. It's got to stop. Um, I, I just well, I'm curious about. So you you as a performer, you obviously are a serious actress. You obviously are a comedic actress, and you're obviously sometimes you know like depending on like those kinds of photo shoots, you're presented also as kind of a a, a sexy, you know like what yeah. is, is there? Thank you. Do, do you. do you feel like those are all <laughs> triple thread? I thought Ooh, so. I'll take it. I mean, it's just like we we you know we don't have Wait, anything. What was the to, question though? Do I find it? I mean, like how like what do you think of like how do you want to be presented? Do you like all of those different things together, or do you, one more than the other, or is it odd? No, I don't think it's odd. I think you know uh, I don't know since I've I've grown up loving acting and I did a lot of theater when I was when I was growing up and when I went to when I was in college and stuff like that and I think the idea was always to just be as many things as you could possibly be and like um as a performer because I just want to have as many opportunities as possible and like it's been great to work on Mad Men which is a drama and, and community which is a comedy and and I wouldn't want people to think of me as one or the other because I I like to think that I can do both and and um so I think with the with sexy photo shoots I, it all goes hand in hand I think it's sort of just like Hey everyone, I don't know. This is I don't know. Is it like I can do it all? But sort yeah. of like there is that that sense, and I think because I played a lot of buttoned up and sort of neurotic characters, that there is that idea of being like, and I can be sexy too, and sometimes I like to do that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And people like there's such a stigma with sexy photo shoots. In fact, I read a whole, an article <laughs> that featured that photo of Gillian and I. And it was about, like, why do female comedians not or comedic actresses feel like they need to be sexy? You know, isn't like there's being a little funny... Pro- they're, they're kind of projecting on you what your intention was. Right. Well, there was just sort of, like, isn't being funny and smart enough? Like, why do women have to, you know, do this to themselves and they do it for men? And I was like, I... That's not why. I don't I don't think that I'm uh, constantly craving, like, I need acceptance from men and I need to know that they want to fuck me. Like, <laughs> and that's my world. I'm trapped in it. I think it's just, uh, like... <laughs> I'm just in this desperate cum world. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know. <laughs> that I can't break out God, of. it's so unfair for women. I think that, like... I think it's good for women to own their sexuality and and that that's allowed and it's not a negative thing. And I think that it's empowering for women to say, yeah, I can be smart and I can be funny and I can be sexy and I can be sexual. That it shouldn't like, be yeah. one more than the other, that it's that it's like that there's a holistic approach. Yeah, to people and to all people. And I feel like that's, a, you know, people often with me are just like, oh, you talk so sexually all the time. Like, why? And I'm just like... <laughs> 
I don't know. Why not? It's just part of everything. It's not like I go out of my way to be like, so, all sex all the time with <laughs> Alison Brie. Like, I just think it's something uh, that people are fascinated by and they want to bring up constantly anyway. And why not go there a little bit or not, I, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're in, uh, in Tina Fey's book, uh, she talks about, you know, how it's like, you know, doing a sexy photo shoot. And as for a person who's like, it was a writer and then she's like, plays kind of like Liz Lemon buttoned up. But she talks about how like, you know what? It's like, it's fun. It's fun it's getting fun. dressed up sexy and having pictures it's taken true. of you. Although, actually, I do feel like in her book, she also points out, and uh, to a very funny degree, like how unfun those photo shoots end up being. Oh, which right. is yeah, just like yeah. you've got clips up your back, and it is always that uh, way, move too. Move your leg like, over here. Now lean. Now hold that position. Every yeah, exactly. time I sign up to do one, it's like I get anxious, and then I'll be like, you know what? This will be cool. Oh, this will be fun. The timing's great for, I don't know why. And, you know, you get there, and they're just like, here's what you're wearing. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it just ends up becoming, yeah, one of those things where it is your, your breath. You're just holding your breath, and you're just trying to find the leanest pose. Yeah. And, like, you know, so on the flip side, I guess it's important. Should, what, is it, I feel like now a responsibility to say, like, young girls, you should know that women in magazines yeah. don't look like that. They were all holding our breath and, and we didn't eat that day and then they photoshopped it for Well, that was kind of, that was kind of funny with, with Jennifer Lawrence. On the, they showed her a picture on the red carpet. They're like, you know, uh, they, they showed her this picture that she'd taken in a magazine and she was like, oh, yeah, that's not what I look like at all. That is yeah. way photoshopped. <laughs> look, they made no, my legs way longer. Yeah, she goes, yeah. no one looks like that. It was just kind of funny. You yeah, know? It's, yeah, it's true. And it's sort of like a bummer. And Tina Fey talks about this in her book, too, where she's sort of like, there's good Photoshop and there's bad Photoshop. And, like, yeah. we shouldn't hate it entirely. And I totally agree. But it is like, because it's nice that you're like, I mean, make me look good. I'm going to be in your magazine. I don't right. want to yeah, yeah. look like shit. But at the same time, you're like, that doesn't even look like my face. I don't. Yeah. There's no contours to my face. Yeah. And then people will also get that. Like people like to get mad at you. Like you don't. Hey, girl, you don't need to be photoshopped that much. <laughs> like, like feel good about yourself. I'm like, I, this is so out of yeah. my control. But I worked so hard on it day and night. I had the Photoshop files open. I had them send me the pictures. But I this spread learned. is in Photoshop Monthly. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I wanted cat legs. <laughs> What's the problem? You know how much I like cats. <laughs> Table Tim is gonna love this. Table 10 <laughs> and microphone. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, it's just I, I mean, I'm I'm sort of fascinated by the idea because it's not, you know, because of the position. It's it's not it's it's not like people are coming to us as you know as comedians <laughs> hey, and you being like, take off your clothes. yeah, do you want to be in a sexy <laughs> photo shoot and then I don't have to go like. Oh, should I be this or is it okay to sort? Because the other thing that you know, you've done photo shoots where you have to look debonair. Yeah, but you're usually wearing a. But as a guy, as a guy, it's so like you're trying to, you know, you're trying to present yourself as handsomely as possible, and sometimes, you know, it's like, "Mm." but but it's certainly not. I certainly don't feel exposed, uh, and I certainly don't ever have to, you know. I mean, I guess I have my own things about me where at certain photo angles, I'm like, oh wow, why do they? uh, Yeah, why do they have to catch? Oh, yeah. That was the lighting, right, right. Um, but you know, but it's not, but it's not really. I don't necessarily think like this is a this is a part of my identity that the world wants to see, and they're going to try to right. you know, right? I yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. On the other hand, there is there's there's got to be sort of like a like a Samantha from Sex in the City motive. 
Oh, sweetie. <laughs> you guys get that reference. Oh, Where... of course, sweetie. Yeah. Can I ever but, tell you? But some people will. Hold on. I never told you about. I never told you about my my one man show I was going to do. It was all basically as <laughs> just was, you as Samantha. It's called Sam- Samantha, and M A N was capitalized. In, was in parentheses. Yeah, and it was just the the whole thing was just. Oh, sweetie, you just have to fuck him. You just have to fuck his balls off. Like it's just a lot of a lot of those. So back to my point about Samantha. <laughs> she has to fuck his balls off. <laughs> no, it's not about fucking. It's about like there's an episode where she takes naked photos of herself. She has naked photos of herself taken because she's like, I'm in amazing shape. And I kind of want to like remember this time where like I looked good. And that sounds so vain. But there, I'm, but, you know, there's a small part that you're like, you know, I'm working hard. I feel good. I have this opportunity. Like, maybe I'll take these photos. And I, I probably won't want to take them in 20 years. And then I can look back and be like, oh, that's cool. Well, I, I, I looked that way once. You we say that's cool or we'd be like, oh, God, what happened? I know. Then on the other hand, you're like, I don't know. Then you're sitting there with your grandkids being like, yeah, she was slapping my ass with that ping pong paddle. <laughs> and it felt great, yeah. kids. Good night. It was funny at the <laughs> Here's time. Here's some condoms. <laughs> I'm going to be the cool grandma. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe all I just said is bullshit. I don't. Well, but there is, but there is something really important about it. I mean, like, at the core of it, I think sometimes we – tend to swing so much to the opposite side so that we're not a culture of objectifiers, which obviously we are. Right. Uh, but but so that, so that it's like, no, you should appreciate these other things. And But then at a certain point, it's like, yeah, but it's still, we're still sexual creatures and it still feels good to be desired and yeah. you desire people and that's not bad. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not compromising. You know, I think it, I think it all sort of comes from the same critical places when people go like yeah that guy sold out because he's in a commercial it's like well selling out or it's like when you compromise your ideals for something that's material right that's selling out or that's like if if you're doing it because you feel good about it and it kind of jives with your your own belief system then you're not then that's just expression right and again it's like taking photos where you're in a bathing suit is different from like, you know, a sleazy guy being like, take your top off in the back room and, and, and taking photos. That way, not that I'm frowning what a, upon. What audition was that? <laughs> Actually. Community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you think I got here? Um, uh, you know, not, you that, not that I begrudge women that pose for Playboy or any of that stuff either. If, if, if it's empowering to them and they are choosing to do it versus there's the seedy version of people who do get manipulated into doing those things yeah. when they don't. And they do regret it. I, I think but, in that way, I don't. There's not many of I don't I don't think I think there I think, I think there are some sort of really... extreme points of view that are like if anyone does it they're always being manipulated and they just don't realize it right right and that I disagree with because I think women are allowed to love their bodies too and and to choose to show them to whoever they want yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> problem solved. Yes, problem solver to the rescue. That's me. My name is Problem Solver. I'm working on the song, but I am a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would go on. I have a picture of you, by the way. <gasps> problem solver to the rescue. It was uh, Allison Breeze. What was it that we did on Web Soup? Like the cutie cutie oh. choo choo. Oh my god! Yeah, people got pissed at me for that as well. They were like, "How dare you!" You, you tricked me into looking at awful things. Oh, yeah. A lot of anger on the internet. Yeah. Sometimes I just can't take it. I'm like, you know, get was, over it. Oh, get did, over everything. Didn't we also do Diddy Die with Alison Brie? I think was another what one was we did. What was that? Was it where we, was we, it when, we killed when, P. Diddy? Like, was someone like, we no, not video? Diddy. <laughs> did, did he die? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why did Alison Brie kill P. Diddy? I just, yeah. I just 
immediately, immediately pictured it spelled that way, the way you said it. <laughs> did, did he, he die? Did he die? Did, did he, he do? Did he die? <laughs> no, it was uh, we showed. He's not vid- looking good. Did he die? <laughs> we showed pictures. Did he uh, vid- Videos of people who pulled uh, stunts where they be- horribly injured themselves, and it was a uh, yes. I think That's we did do that. That's a terrible game. Yeah, I know. And then like did we showed you one. loved it at the time. <laughs> yeah, did he die? I was yeah. manipulated. Probably all yeah. this. <laughs> Probably gone. all of them died. And then we had oh, Brad man. Stevens come out as the boy's father, say, right. presenting you oh, with a yeah. gift. Yeah. I remember Those now. Were fun. Oh, I remember web soup. That actually, I did appreciate that about because uh, Joel couldn't be at the community panel at Comic Con because he was shooting a movie, <laughs> yep. and he he a video of him came out and said I'm not going to be here, and he introduced me as uh, a, a, an above average bowler and the guy who couldn't make web soup work. <laughs> <laughs> Classic web, Joel. Classic web soup did work. <laughs> Oh, you took that more personally than I did. I thought it was oh, really funny. No. I did. I worked really hard on those videos. But that's okay. But what was fun is that I got to come out and go, yeah, yes, that was very true what he said. I, I probably did kill G4. However, one of us cared enough to come to Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in your oh, face, shit. Nick. He wasn't there to defend himself, Chris. No, he bad. was sitting on a pile of money on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where he gets his power from. <laughs> <laughs> money man, my name is Joel McHale. <laughs> I make tons of money, and that's my power. I think oh my needs... god, that sounded just like the problem solver lady. Yeah. Well, look, it I'm needs... working on I'm working on it. It needs a line like I'm still working on this song. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was the, the guy you got? <laughs> I like the false start. The bridge is and I'm working on the song because I'm working on the song. And I'm working on the song. I'll finish it soon. So you gotta come back with a full we'll do the greatest hits. Okay. Okay. I tried to do it. What did I, I try to do it the other day? And Danny and Donald just would not go along with me on this song that I was like, hey, guy, I tried to like trick them into <laughs> thinking that they already knew a song that I was making up. <laughs> it's not as funny. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard, but I, and now I'm not going to remember it. It was like, it was like, Oh, shoot. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Well, I, Jonah, I'm my arm, my arm is soft enough to be a stress ball. I just remember anyone <laughs> who <laughs> was really nice. You guys just I need to just squeeze this arm. Yeah. I have to figure out what this song was so I can finish the yeah. story. It was like, together again. No, this is one. But it ended. I know how it ended. It was like, you and I. Like it was going to do a key change. Um, that sounds like a sitcom theme. <laughs> you and I. You think I'm... Do you think I stole this? No, I think no, no. <laughs> yes, I think. Oh, oh, okay. It's like we're together. We're gonna be together. You and I. I'm not okay. I'm laughing. So my singing is compromised. No, I could. I, I was doing it at home. I was doing it at home. It's totally fine. People need to know that my singing quality is compromised by my laughing. It's dry. The room's stay, dry. Stay together. Yeah. You and I could stay forever, you and I. And then I was like, remember that song, guys? And they were just like, no, you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> See, are you trying to get Donald to like get a loop of it so he'll uh, yeah, so I just, throw it in I think I'm following Donald. Song? I'm like, hey, Donald, stay. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I got plenty of these. Here's a good sample. <laughs> hey, Donald. <laughs> boop, 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 doo, 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 doo. Oh, that's already it's a me song. calling the past. Beep, bop, boop. Calling the past. <laughs> this is called that. a telephone that you picked up on the other end. This is... I'm calling a person and I don't know. Are they going to answer? Maybe they're not. And I don't. Hello? <laughs> oh. Don't freak out. It's not witchcraft. <laughs> Does Donald, uh, he's not going to be on the full season of the show, is that correct? He's cr- not. No, five episodes. 
That sucks. Kill him off. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's, you know, it's good. You know, Donald's doing so much. It's like we're all really proud of him, and it's great that he's got that he's got a lot going on. What's the real off mic story? You got another show. So anyway, the, tru- <laughs> the real truth is, just let me turn this off. Okay, yeah. click. So the real truth is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't I actually know. I thought there was going to be a made up. No, uh, I can't. Oh, a made up real truth. Yeah, because anything you say could be taken as news because people they, do never underestimate the internet's ability to not get irony. Donald is having complete reconstructive surgery. What? To his torso and what? lower half of his body except for his penis. Cat legs? So... <laughs> He's having cat legs I don't want to imply that anything is wrong with his penis. Is he starring no, in the movie Cat Legs Human Cock? If anything's wrong with his penis. He's starring in the movie Cat Legs Human Cock. Yes. <laughs> I thought, I thought Tabletop was going to get that one. <laughs> it's Cat Leg Dog Balls oh, Human Cock. So he has the legs I, of a cat, the balls of a dog. He basically, it all happened one day when he collided with um, a, a, a crazy syringe. With an animal shelter. Yeah. And while while a comet was going overhead and he was cursed by a gypsy. Look the only out they for could, that animal juice. <laughs> animal juice? Bean juice. Yeah, animal Jews. <laughs> they're, they're all outside. Those crazy animal Jews. They're yeah. gonna get me. Mazel tov. Meowzel tov. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Hakitic ones. Come on. Come on. Maybe. All right. I'm so, laughing. I'm I'm crying. I mean, this your your show. I, I think one of the. I've said before that I think. I think your show and Futurama are like the two nerdiest shows on television. Well, I'll have you know that when I put this appointment to come and do this podcast in my iPhone, it auto-corrected it to nerdiest podcast. Really? Because it used to auto-correct to neediest, which I felt was more of the (laughs) subtext of the show. You know what happens now when I, uh, my phone's for some reason uh, auto-corrects Jonah Ray, and when I have to do it as one word, as to Jonah Eat, which makes me feel really bad about myself. (laughs) Oh, your phone's trying to... Jonah Eat. Let me get a hold of that. (laughs) (laughs) You need to be your own I'm really proud of myself. There's like, you know, anytime anybody, uh, girl or guy, like, grabs my arm, I'm like... don't flex. Yeah, like, usually I'm just like... Like, I, and then I just kind of like, hey, yeah. No, no, no. Do whatever you want. That's how it normally is. It's fine. It's fine. I, <laughs> good function, by the way. I was saying. I, I've now felt both. Oh, there you go. What? That's the thing. That's what I think a girl wants is that, like, you know, soft enough for a pillow. But also there's some muscle in there what for a defense. Girl wants, what a girl needs. Whatever keeps you having sex you free. And I'm hanging you from me. What a girl wants. What a girl needs. What a girl I thought you were going to leave. <laughs> yeah, I was about to. Um, because uh, community, I think, is is not just the content of the show isn't just nerdy. And, and But I don't feel like it hammers you over the head and goes, look at all these nerdy things. Like, it yeah. just is. But also the spirit of the fact that the show is just this sort of like this underdog in the sense that it keeps getting punched in the face, but it keeps coming back. Totally, yes. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I feel like on the joke front, it's Dan's really great at at layering in lots of jokes. And obviously when, when Chevy was on the show, he, he he took a lot of like the physical humor and stuff like that because that's what he loves to do. And yeah. um, a- and then there would be layers of joke. You know what I mean? Then there would be some meta humor. Then there would be some like super nerd humor and, and stuff just for our fans. So there were always... Yeah. 
it, that was our attempt or <laughs> at, at like trying to be accessible and failing. <laughs> Chubby um, loved the physical humor and the racist humor. I mean, he just like mixed it all he just together. Liked it all. I mean, yeah. whatever. I mean, just guys, whatever. It's know. like they're all part of the same. <laughs> but it's uh, but but I think the soul of the show too, like not just that, but under the surface, yeah, it really feels like the show itself. Oh, you is want it to like, win. You just fucking want it to win. That, uh, thank so bad. you. Thank you. I know we do. I appreciate it. And our fans are fucking cool. Even last year when they weren't loving the show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they were still like, bring it back. Right. I don't want to stop watching. It's shit now. And I want to keep watching this shit and ingesting it. Do you think I they really thought that or they were just projecting the idea nerds hate that change. Dan wasn't there? I didn't hear what you said. I said nerds hate change. That's true. And I think it was, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it's, it would be like a big lie to just say that the show was not different at all and was exactly like it was when Dan was there. I don't think that is true, um, though I'm sure we said it in a number of interviews uh, preceding that season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fans, I'm sorry. And <laughs> Alison Bree's a liar. I'm sorry. Um, but also when we were doing those interviews, there was no way of it. We were kind of making it. And we, it was hard to know, but... Um, so I think it's both. I think it's like the fans are so connected to Dan, as they should be. And I'm so glad that he has such a, a, a great relationship with them and, and through Twitter and stuff. And he really listens and cares about the fans and yeah. and does stuff for them. So they, it was such a intense an intense relationship that they were having, Dan and, and the fans. Yeah. So when he left, it, it was people were going into it just so ready to be pissed regardless. Yeah. And then... You know, did you did you see any of the panel great. from Did you see any of the panel from Comic Con? No. Dino no. Samatopoulos asked a question from the audience. Oh, nice! And the first thing he said to Dan was, and Dan was on great behavior, but there was definitely a he was definitely had this tone of like, okay, I, I don't want to fucking make anyone mad. Like he was very much, and so Dan was on good the, behavior. The first thing Dino said was, uh, "Hey, uh, this is for Dan Harmon." Uh, so. Unfuck Sony, I guess. <laughs> uh, leave it to Dino. Yeah, and then yeah, he just exactly. pitched his uh, his comic book. Yeah, and then he texted us all during the panel to say that he told everyone to go out the wrong door, and that could we correct it and tell them to go out the right door, which we which someone did. I think a Gillian or someone. Oh uh, shit. Well, the the show uh does it does it feel has have you started anything yet? We haven't Monday's our first day. So in a couple days we just had our first table read and it was really exciting. It's so great to have Dan back. We're all you know, we're all just fucking excited. Nervous excited. Right. Nervous excited, but much more excited than nervous. I think I I I don't feel nervous. I feel excited. In these weeks leading up to it starting, I'm like, let's just start it already. Um, I mean, there must have been a period of time where almost every week you would sort of see on the internet, like, what happened this week? Oh, <laughs> you mean last season? Yeah. The, whole, the entire last season of the show? Well, even in leading up, leading up to last season of the show, too, that there was a lot of, there were a lot of news things that swirled around. Oh, yes, Which yes. really should drama, just be like, drama guys, the show's the fun show. and everyone's nice. Why can't it just be fucking God, fun and not it's crazy? It's so funny to me, of all the shows, I mean, there are lots of other shows, I guess, that have drama on them, but like, Community, it's just like... This little comedy that like is is like the little engine that could, and meanwhile, there's like so much drama yeah. behind the scenes. It's what are we, Real Housewives? Oh, 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 oh. I like it. Real Housewives. 
But I, I, I mean, like, if all that news swirled around Mad Men, I would, I think people would, okay, okay, yeah, the show's big, everyone's really famous now, of course there's ego. Right, that's and why it's you know, weird on our never... show, I'm like, well, I'm always fascinated by how much people care about the drama, I'm like, but you're not watching the show, yeah. why do you care? Well, it's unfair because I think the Nielsen ratings do not accurately reflect the, oh. pardon the expression, cultural penetration of the show. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. It just doesn't accurately reflect how deep in a world <laughs> of cultural penetration. In a world. But I think this and this is I'm sure that someone's working on this somewhere, but someone needs to come up with a, a, a three dimensional model of it really is the cultural penetration model of like how people are watching it on D V R, they're watching it online, oh, yeah. they're watching it, they're watching videos about it, they're making fan movies. Like that says something. It's so crazy to me that people still try to claim that they can't you know figure out how much people watch things online like yeah. doesn't that seem like a thing there should be some kind of paper trail th- th- there should be some <laughs> well the problem is kind that of trail the, the problem arises this is about to get real your this wonderfully is fun really interview nerdy. is about to get really boring <laughs> which is that you know when you think about each of the individual platforms as as advertising models mm-hmm. and advertisers advertising in a traditional way on television they don't necessarily give a shit about Every I mean, view they, of the thing They online. should because it makes the show more popular, but they don't. And so I think, you know, it's it's the responsibility of, of uh, advertisers, I guess, to sort of figure out or someone to figure out the how, how to spread their uh, exposure across all the different platforms. So they right. take an interest as opposed to just, well, this Nielsen rating, I don't know. Well, the thing about the truth is I feel like when I watch something on Hulu and they make you pause for those little commercial breaks. Yeah. I, I watch more commercials on Hulu than the shows I watch on actual television because I record everything and I fast forward through all those commercials. And by yeah. the way... I sit and watch the Hulu commercials and then if, I have to rate their sorry, relevance Sorry about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, the, if commercials, by the way, are entertaining, people will watch them. Yeah. If they're shitty and boring, then people will want to skip through them. But, but no one... People don't have a problem watching commercials. They just need to be engaging. Well, it's like the thing about the Super Bowl. I'm sure you guys don't know much about that, but... <laughs> we really don't. Oh, nerd dig. Oh, Is that no. like a parody of the we puppy really, bowl? We really don't. <laughs> Where they like, they like dress... Puppy bowl! They, they dress like humans, like oh, the... Puppy bowl. Yeah. And it's fun to watch them have, use their articulating uh, digits yeah. to Yeah, exactly. And, and then every things. once in a while, one of them pees. Yep. You were talking I about Super Bowl, that. right? Yeah, yeah, still talking about Super Bowl. <laughs> well, uh, but yeah, but I know people, well, girls, but who will be like, I recorded it, but just to watch the commercials. Sure. And it's because it's such a, there's so much hype and they put so much money and stuff into those commercials, but they, and the creative is, is great. Yeah. There's a, I mean, mm-hmm. not always, but they, they have a lot of fun with them. Do you feel like, uh, have you done any commercials? Has anyone asked you to? I don't think so. Has anyone like <laughs> offered you the truck of money to do something yet? No. When I was. Like, first starting out, I did a an industrial commercial that was just my legs running for, like, Adidas or something. Oh, I think wow. That, and, and other than that, no. What did I do? I've done a, uh, an anti-drug PSA also early on. It was the, that was the first thing I ever did, and it's how I got my SAG card, was doing this. Uh, now it's like we're at a SAG panel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you were tapped, Hartley. So, <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't paid. I just got, yeah, I, but anyway. And it was just, but it was supposed to be anti-drugs, but it was just the whole commercial was me sitting on the edge of like a bathtub with a pregnancy test crying and it's like you kind of subtly see maybe a parent's you know shadow of a feet walking by outside the door and it was like don't do drugs oh that was a drug drug gets you pregnant 
I, yeah, it was like my friends. I think it was like, don't let some guy come in you if yeah, you're not ready to have very, a kid. I was still in college at the time. People were like, I saw your pregnancy commercial. Was, <laughs> for drugs. Anti-pregnancy? Yeah. Anti it, it was for drugs. drugs. It was drugs. It was for drugs. It was, it was drugs. Hey, can I tell you something else? You know what got me out of that pregnancy? Drugs. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I got rid of it. It was kind of a pro-drug yeah. thing when you think about it. I'm really for drugs yeah. if they uh, <laughs> limit my pregnancies. <laughs> <What>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so no, I haven't done any. I haven't done any big commercials. Though. So in the last two, in the last couple of years, because when when we first when we first had you on, things were really starting to take off for you. Like like you were really starting to mm, sure. And so and now you've done like now you you really are like you've done a lot of stuff. Like the, you you are sort of you are very you have a, you've had a string of great movies. Or Thank was it movies you. Like I was gonna that? say I don't know. I feel like you were like last time we did this interview. You're like so you're on Mad Men and Community. Now years yeah. later, so you're on Mad Men yeah. and Community. But no, but huh? so, still doing both. Yeah. Number one, they're both still on. Crazy. Yeah, it's on. true. That's true. Cra but it's crazy. You had a great uh, role in Five Year Engagement. Thank which you. Which I think is a great romantic comedy. Thank you. Um, and then uh, you had a great. Uh, it was you were the most dramatic. I think uh, had the most dramatic performance in uh, Save the Date. Thank you for seeing Save the Date. Well, you know, I, you I was a fan. I did no, I did. See, I've seen it twice now. Um, well, uh, the because uh, uh, the guy who wrote it, Jeffrey Brown, um, I've read his uh, comic books. Yeah, and like uh, he was always really good at just his art was never really. It was always very crude, <laughs> but it was like the stories were great. And it was always. He had a really good uh, way of just finding like these moments that you're just like, oh yeah, I know that exact awkward moment. Or his books like uh, Sulk and Any Easy Intimacy and Every Girl's the End of the World to me, you know, for like a guy in his early twenties going through a breakup, these are like it's the perfect. best, the it's best perfect. things. Yeah, but that was great. But yeah, you were great in that. Martin Thank was really you. great. Martin in was so good in yeah. it. I felt like it was the first time people could really see Martin as just like this leading guy. Who's... Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah. D and I were just like, we're like, whoa, well, what? He really sexy. actually he sexy. He's yeah, sexy in it. Martin's pretty sexy, you guys. Yeah, no, it's it's a really. I said it. It's a... <laughs> okay. I said it. He just God, he is. He shaved that beard. Just connected with me emotionally. <laughs> yeah. I like the beard and hair. No, it's good. And then there, uh, it's a it's a great movie. It's uh it's on TV now. It's on like Showtime or HBO. I, I heard, or maybe just IFC because it was bought by IFC and they put it out very very briefly uh, here. And in New York for like a night, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great cast. Lizzie Kaplan is amazing Kaplan. in it. Uh, Jeffrey Aaron, Mark Weber. Yeah. No, save the a, date for save the date. Yeah, it's a. Save it's, the date. Uh, oh, yeah. Timothy Busfield. Oh, yeah. I think he gets the and credit. Yeah. The, the yeah. coveted and credit. Yeah, there was there's a there's a great scene with um, uh, Lizzie and that's uh, the, the guy from Scott Pilgrim that was uh, Mark Weber. Yeah, Mark Weber. Where it's uh, you know he's like, hey, we should go. Like, let's go to. And she's like, no, I think I just need a break right now. He's, and then like he like he does that thing that like the putting it all on the table speech. It's like you know in your heart that this is right, and you're just scared. You're scared of this and. Uh, D uh, just happened to be in the in the living room. We'd we'll see once more. I was like, "Hey, how many times do you uh, have to listen to a guy give you that speech?" And, and she just went. <laughs> the laying it on the table, yeah. like, why isn't this? More? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like you're just scared that because this is so right. This is so okay. real. Yeah. And then she a... asked me. She like put it back on. Yeah, I've like, heard that. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Let me ask a question. As a woman, has that speech ever worked, or does it make you just like go? Ugh. You know, I think it works. It works short term, but not long term. It makes you uncomfortable enough to not. To take action in that moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then maybe a month, maybe three months from yeah. then, you, yeah. something's gonna go down. No, because I've, I've done that speech uh, before, and uh, it it worked temporarily, and then like it just fizzled out again. It, uh, but it's uh, yeah, never works. It, it doesn't work because you can't fundamentally convince someone with your mind. You can't. With your you can't powers. Clarence Dara 
throw someone yeah, into I'm being, being in love with you. All the facts are right here. <laughs> Plain as day. That's, yes. what, that's what guys do. They just go, here's why it works. Yeah. You know? Here's why I'm uh, going to shake Honor, you. Uh, yeah. If you can see, um, I have all these documents. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exhibit A. I'm um, sorry. It does work, so uh, she yeah. will be staying with me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, we find for the plaintiff. Yeah. Let me show you oh, exhibit well. C. It's a boombox I will now hold above my head. <laughs> I guess I had to go with him, so we've been married for 40 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't, don't, you, don't you sort of feel like in the old days that that actually, that probably worked more Probably. like in the 30s. Yeah. I tell you, we belong together. It looks good on paper. You know what? That's what it is. Looks good on paper. That's the thing. The, yeah. the, the guys guys come from it up from a looks good on looks paper good kind on... of thing. They try to convince you in that way. But yeah. all women know that the looks good on paper guy is not usually going to be the guy. What a Man. girl wants. I know it looks what good on paper, but I just know in my heart of hearts that it's that really smelly, messy guy that's in the band, and it's really going to work out. Oh, what I got now. Um, it's over. You have to stop. No. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. I was gonna say now it's just all vowels. Um. So, do you feel like in the last two years that do you feel like, yeah, I'm. Uh, this is it. I'm living the thing that I always wanted to. Or do you still feel like, no, oh, so much I haven't done. I it's tough. I think it's a constant battle between. Look, on the one hand, it is everything's great. I think there's a. I, I'm. I feel good. Life is good. I. I can't complain. I feel super lucky. I feel super fortunate. I'm and I'm very happy with how things are going. At the same time, it's just like anything, like any dream that you have when you think like there's going to be that point when you know you've made it and everything works and like. They, you cut the tape. You cut the it, tape, it, and then yeah, they, they throw like there's the, just a the big confetti. starburst. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it, it just doesn't happen like that. Like the dreams are not realized like that in that way. And I think a lot of people, um, just even like working actors, are like, if I could just book a TV show, like that would be it, you know. And they think that like, and now and now I've been on these shows that have are so fortunate to have been around for seven and five years, which is incredible. Yeah, and it still is just like it's a constant uphill battle. We've never felt like. It's not like I'm just on community and I'm like, whew, going to go buy that, you know, $10 million home in Malibu. (laughs) It's probably more like, are we coming back next week? Yeah, it's all the time. It's just sort of like, okay, but do I have a steady job? Because nothing really feels steady. And I just want to make sure, can we line some other stuff up? And what's happening on the break? And, you know, I think there's just, you're in a constant state of of panic all the time. Still, as as much as I am happy and lucky and and fully appreciative of of everything that's going on. Um, Every time I see you, you're always... Upbeat and 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 like fun and riffy and really yeah, like smiling. It's infuriating. I'm generally optimistic. Do you, guys. do you feel like you are though? Do you feel like you are, or do you feel like do you feel like it's there's a, a piece of you like well, or not a persona, but just a facet? I mean, because I find that I'm pretty upbeat all day, but a lot of times when I go home, I've spent a lot of energy, totally, and so I'm very much like, like I just can't. I'm just really kind of wiped out. Right? Yeah. Like, do you feel good for the person you're with at the time? Either? No, it's true. no, I was gonna say, no. Yeah. The first three seasons of Community were a real relationship fucker because all of the best of you was just like it's just at work. Everything's yeah. all at work because yeah. when you're you not, just don't don't talk to me. But I haven't seen you all day. You're yeah. on set when you're not acting. You're doing bits on the side. You're just yeah. endless energy, and then you wrap and you get home and you're like, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> don't even touch yeah. me. How many times have you? How many um, times have you heard this? Well, how come you can be that way for other people? Uh, uh, 
Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it's both. I mean, one, you know, I'm just always really happy to see you, Chris. Well, I appreciate so that. Thank you very much. Of course, I put everyone. <laughs> I'm the I'm the world's cheerleader. I am the world's cheerleader. And this I'm is my song. I'm going to cheer people on, and this is my song. I sing it to people before I cheer them on. Still working on this song, there but I'm excited <laughs> about wait, 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 cheer. Wait, wait, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Are you ready? Please, we have to shoot this. I want to. I want to shoot. I want to shoot a sketch with you. And this uh-huh. is the your, your album is called "Still Working on This Song," and yeah. it's and the commercial is pieces of songs that you've written. And but you always still get okay, to the, okay. still working on this song. Yeah. Still working on this song. And it's just like we'll do the commercial and it. shoot it. And like, then it has to have a list of all the songs. Yeah. Ktel like, Records <laughs> presents. Yeah. You know, Every song has I'm a parenthetical in. after it's still working on this song. It's still working on this song. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, I think it's interesting. Uh, also, you're catching me like during the summer, and I'm 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 it's fun and happy. I think whenever I see you, it's like jovial occasions. I, I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty happy person. I will say, I I, I guess it does depend what. Mm, excuse me. The uh, <laughs> what, what just happened? Mm, I, I like. Had I a didn't sort hear of, a, I had a burp. It was very like a silent air burp that I could taste. <laughs> this like greens juice yeah. that I was drinking right before. It was just like kale and lemon yeah. and spinach. Yeah. Mm, kale burps. Just the worst parts Ooh, of the juice like, coming back. Just up, came man. right back. Remember up. me? Let me out. Mm, just silently, only back for down my you go. benefit. Yeah, just. Hello. Um, <laughs> Remember I me. Think, mm. But it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think it's again. There is a thing, too, where sometimes you are in a mood. I, you know, I get in, like, loner moods. I can be kind of a loner person, which seems weird for me, but it's true. And, like, and you get in those moods, and then it is funny to run into, like, fans at those moments where they're like, come on, be you. You're so cool and fun. And you're like, oh, I, I really appreciate that you are coming up to me, and that's so nice. But, I, but you know, I'm just it's not... No, not like dance, monkey dance. Yeah. <laughs> that at Allison Brie is a bitch. <laughs> just ran into her bitch. at the veggie grill and uh-uh. Oh, people will, I know, people will say that. Also, it's different, uh, I, I don't know, I was going to reference, because I was in Toronto for a couple months this summer shooting this movie, No Stranger Than Love, which was this really cool, interesting script, this indie movie with Colin Hanks and Justin Chatwin. Who's awesome. He's awesome. Kind of roped him into it. And, uh, and Justin Chatwin, who's great. And it was great, but my character in the movie, it's like, I'm sort of the main character of the movie, and... She's, like, very depressed and hates most of the people in her town. She's, like, constantly pretending to like everyone, but kind of really doesn't and is, like, actually this kind of really more of, like, a shy, nervous, quiet person. And I was so depressed while I was shooting this movie (laughs) because I was also – I was, like, I was, like – unintentionally uh, like method acting it because I was alone in Toronto and everybody else was locally cast and locally working so it's like everyone's going home normally when you're on location on a movie there's like a vibe of like we're all in Baton Rouge even though maybe it sucks here although I didn't think it did Um, (laughs) like we can we can all go get a beer at that place and like the vibe wasn't that way it was just like me all the time the guys were coming in in and out of town because they weren't sort of on all the time Mm. and I was alone a lot and I was just like so different. It was such a. It was just so. It was very, very unme. And even then, I felt like I would come to set to try to be like, "All right, woo, we're on set. This is so great." But that wasn't totally conducive to it either, because you'd be like, "Okay, and now I'm going to get into character." And, yeah, <laughs> just get down. Um, yeah, yeah, not yeah, that it's, it's actually kind of a romantic comedy, so it's weird that I'm making it sound like it was like super. Like they feel like the movie is dark and. Do you give into the depression, not. or do you like fight it? Um, a little bit of both. Because sometimes you just need to let it run its course. It's true. I'm gonna. I, so I'm, I'm more. I'm more. Just be like. I'm gonna go to the movies and like get some. 
peanut M&M's or oh. some peanut butter M&M's, Whoa. which... The fuck? You're being bad. You're being bad right now. <laughs> Can I say, though? You're a bad girl, Allison. This weekend in Toronto, I went to the movies this one weekend, and I'm not used to... I will say that I'm not used to seeing peanut butter M&M's for sale at the movies. That's like a specialty yeah. treat. And I'd been watching a lot of Arrested Development online of the new season, and I walked in, and I'm alone, and I like walk up to the counter, and I see that I was gonna just get my classic peanut M and M's, which is what I usually go for. Glad now you all know. Yep. And uh, <laughs> truckloads are gonna show this up. Story, <laughs> this story is incredible. No, but it was like it was a nerd moment because I fully walked up and I was like, and the girl's like, uh, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "I'll take the peanut." Butter M and M's, feeling like I was Michael Sarah, like being that was like George Michael being adventurous. Like, yes, yeah, like you were really. It was splurging. me, really. Sp- I was like, I'm gonna have the peanut butter M and M's. I said it just like that with a fucking smug little grin, and she was just like, uh huh, anything else? Like, yep, peanut but butter M and M's. I just want to make sure that you understand it's the, it's the not the peanut M and M's, not the peanut, yeah. but the peanut um, butter M and M's. Oh, I get you. Here's some weed. <laughs> <laughs> and I got totally stoned. It was great. I thought this is the end. It was awesome. I was going to start. Oh, I'm just gonna I start. was saying this is the end, and I loved it. Oh, wait. This is the end, not World's End. This is the end. is great. Yeah. yeah. World's End. Soon. Coming soon. Coming I can't soon. wait. Next week. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start checking in with you at different times. I'll call you like 1 o'clock in the morning. How about now? Are you depressed now? Like, I'll just see <laughs> if I okay. can. Damn it. <laughs> Next day. Yeah. It was just, everybody's got ups and downs, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Y- yeah. <laughs> He doesn't stop to have an up or a down. It's just a constant. Just middle, middle of the road all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sucks. No, actually, I'll tell you, uh, I used to not be able to handle time off. And no, Chris. Same. Same. I, I just, yeah. But just this year, I figured it out. Me too. What was? What's the trick? I don't know. I, think... I mean, I did figure it out, but I'm just wondering what your, what your trick <laughs> What's is. your trick? I'm just curious if it's the same as my trick, which is a really good trick. Which is an awesome trick. But I don't know if I want to say it without... You say your I trick first. I think you just say yours first. Let's say them at the same time. Okay. One, two, three. Trick. I don't know. Trick. I just said trick. <laughs> I just do tricks. I pull tricks on people. It helps me relax. <laughs> Makes me so happy. I grift. I grift. I turn, uh, I... I turn tricks, you guys. That's what? Yeah. <laughs> I bamboozle. That's crazy. Um, no, I don't know. I think I just... I got more comfortable this year than, I mean, with yeah. myself. Not more comfortable in general, but just more comfortable with myself this year where I'm like, eh, it's okay to relax a little bit. Yeah, I'm I think, you know what, that's probably the biggest difference when you're asking about, like, me three years ago and me now. It maybe is just that slightest bit of comfortability extra that I have right. now that I'm sort of like, I can enjoy downtime and it's not like I don't have to freak out as much about where my next job is. What's happening? Yeah. What am I doing? What am I doing? I should be doing. I should be yeah. on the market. Well, a, a week off, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, just, I just don't feel like anything's happening. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I used to take a couple of days off, and I'd, I'd call my manager. I'm like, is everything about to stop? And he was like, you've been done. You've, you've just taken like three days off. I talked to you off. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Thursday. Everything's fine. Yeah. But when they're, you know, it's like you're almost, when there aren't things to do. Yeah. So you spend a, a, lot, a long time juggling multiple balls. Oh, my. This is a this is a callback to what was his name? Um, um it wasn't the one. Which one? There was the, it was about the second one. Nonsensicles. 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 Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It was Comparicles. Comparicles. Nonsensicles. Oh, yeah. You can't it. understand. He been could waiting, possibly been waiting be. to call back that this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll edit it together so that it sounds yeah. like you were right on top of it. Testicles. No. Damn. Comparicles actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it really just comes down to being a little more comfortable with it. And now I get, like, if I if if I can sleep in, 
until you know like if i don't if my first meeting or whatever the next day isn't until like 10 or 11 i'm like fucking sweet or if i finish yes. at like four in the afternoon sometimes totally. holy shit i get the rest of the night i am fucking uh, what am i asleep by seven <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no I, I i passed out hardcore last night at like 11 o'clock i just could not could not oh keep... no way yeah bro. No sounds way. Pretty, pretty crazy <laughs> I'm pretty... 11 o'clock, huh? Yeah, right. Uh, that's almost the witching hour. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's witching all... hour's eve. <laughs> that's witching hour, man. It's yeah. so, what, so you start community, and then are you off? Uh, you're not, you can't do anything else, I would imagine, for the fall. Well, yeah, I don't know yet. It's, 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 well, community, we just shoot it until December, and, and I'm pretty sure it's a mid-season. We don't have, a, we don't have an air date, so... Uh... <laughs> Sounds like Probably everything gonna be on. is I think par it's for the course. Yeah, so this is another year there, and uh, oh, great. so we're picking you guys up. Great, yeah. when's the ring gonna be on? Why well, I don't? So. They're treating oh, you just trailed off. <laughs> They're treating it like a cable oh, show. Yeah, you know, we'll just have You're it. still trailing off. I, yeah, <laughs> it's because I <laughs> I like to trail off. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I was trying to get a, I was trying to get a community bowling match against you guys, and. It's, no one would do it. No, it's Joel is the hardest <laughs> one to pin down. Of course. He's the hardest one to pin down. Oh, I'm Mr. Money, Money Man. <laughs> I'm driving around in my money car because I'm Money Man. I'm still working on this song. You had a van opportunity. I, I, I got a money van. No, I don't like to go for the obvious rhyme. <laughs> no. So, or a rhyme like, or at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> I like to walk like six blocks away from yeah, that rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Then, I'm a man and I know I can get in my money car. No, because <laughs> that, that like, actually kind of just you were just yeah. a minute away. So I got a money convertible right around the car. Money car, even caravan. Yeah, uh, you were right around the corner from it. I'm just a no rhyming girl, and I don't rhyme. You'll get all the greatest hits on <laughs> "Still Working on This" by Allison Brie. I don't rhyme. I don't even have time. I'm gonna eat a line, but I don't like rhymes. Still and who could this song? Who could forget Ooh, this meta. classic? She, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> So that's it. We're going to take all the ones that you've already done on the show and Good. make the start making the greatest hits album. Good. We've pretty we've written it. We've written it now. I like the idea that if you didn't listen to this podcast, you would have no fucking idea what it is. That it's just so weird. Like what? What is it? We'll just put it on the. Why did they make that? Yeah. Is, what that was connect- it? is it spoofing? Well, because yeah. now everyone albums? thinks because now everyone thinks something has to be connected to something else. Like is yeah, she promoting yeah, yeah. something yeah. or it's like. No, she just, I'd be promoting this podcast. <laughs> You'd be promoting your album. And at the end, still working listen, on this. Nerdist podcast. <laughs> still working on this by Allison Brie. Still working on this. Who is Allison Brie on Twitter as well? One L. One L. One I E. <laughs> so it's not there's not a silent I E at the beginning. I E Brie. People, yeah, you know, people it's go a, crazy with those. You know, I gotta tell you, that's those a great. And E's. It's a pretty great fucking dip thong. Um, if I if I may, <laughs> wow, you went there. The IE is a pretty great fucking diphthong. It is. Yeah. It is. So good um, job. Why do you have to wear diphthongs in your pictures? Why can't you just be happy being <laughs> a successful, happy actress? Well, I think I, you know, I, my phone is ringing. Your it's phone, like I can your hear. Phone's not ringing at I all. Can, it, well, it's on silent, but I just. Well, how could I you know, hear it then? I, I see the light. I see the light flashing. No, there's no, there's nothing flashing. I can see it. Katie's I over can, there. She's not even acknowledging oh, it. Oh, You're oh, picking I up a phantom it. phone. I have to take You're doing this. space work right now. Beep, boop, boop, your phone boop, is beep. backwards. Hi. Oh, I got you're, it. You're, that's not, Those are coasters. Oh, I'm needed right now. By the coasters. Oh. 
Oh yes, Mr. Mr. Coasterman. Um, <laughs> He's calling you on all this. <laughs> he has access to call on any coaster. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you called the emergency line. The yeah. <laughs> um, How are they working out for you? Yeah. I wish everyone could see the it's, eyes that you gave me. Going... Like, I gotta take this. <laughs> how is, how, how go... are the coasters working for you? They're, they're... Bruce Gutter. <laughs> Ask Mr. Coasterman. <laughs> Bruce Bruce Gutter is a character that J- Jonah discovered he could do, and we called oh. him. We named him Bruce Gutter. Oh. It's pronounced Gutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's my, co- coincidentally, that's my boss. You that just hung up on him, man. Many hats. You, you he told me down. while you were riffing and raffing, he was like, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more raff, raffing. Yeah, yeah I like raffing. raffing. Um, he was like, you better leave. You gotta go. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't get any of that part of the conversation from what you were saying. Well, yeah, he was like, I need you right now. So, um, I'm just curious. Oh, uh, well, they're not going to work when you hold Because these are two of the coasters that I'm holding up, which don't seem to have any type of transmission no, device on them. So is this... They wouldn't for you, no. <laughs> so you have some I type have... of special coaster? Uh, it's coaster? a magnetic system. I ha- in my ear, mm-hmm. there's a thing all the time. It's been implanted. You put you put that in there just so you could answer coasters. He, he's really important. <laughs> Mr. Coasterman is really important. He's he's a big guy what would be the in the, in the of that? coaster world. Yeah, he's... but what would be the benefit of trying to co- corner the coaster market? Mm. You know, there's a lot of a lot of wood tables in this world, Chris. And there's a lot of cold beverages. <laughs> hey, don't bring Tableton into this. <laughs> you brought Tableton into this. You could say shit I... about Michael Phone, but not Tableton. Not Tableton. <laughs> <laughs> trying to tie all the bits together. <laughs> Doing a pretty Stick good job. Stick in the landing. Here we go. Gymnastics. Still working on this song. Carrie Strug. That's a reference. Um, but uh, it's good to see you, and please uh, come back anytime you want. Okay. <laughs> but, but give it enough time since you've been on the first, you know, uh. before you come back. I'm not saying oh. it has to be another two years. I mean, you come on anytime you want, but, like, not – like, I wouldn't come on next week or anything because it, it's – It's like – I agreed and said okay, and now you're like backtracking. It's not that I'm backtracking. Like, Listen, I just you, this feels very clingy. Like I just, I, I just need a little space. I just I'm need just a saying, l- why can't we just record one more right after this? One? <laughs> well, we we could. You asked, you asked me. To be I, here, I, you I know? did, I did, I did, and I really like you, but I just, I'm just worried that you know what? I can't even. I gotta go. Please, Coasterman. <laughs> Take your coasters. <gasps> Coasterman, no! He lives in there? (laughs) Wait, is he transmitting or he actually embodies the coasters? It hurts his ears because Snapback, he's been listening to this entire conversation. That was loud. Look at that. Why won't he stop the podcast, Alison? Is your your ear okay? I know you've been having those. I have to take another vacation. Those ear problems, that inner ear. I have tubes in them. Thing. Are you okay? No. All right, and tell everyone to enjoy their burrito. Enjoy your burrito. Thank you very much. <laughs> enjoy your burrito. Oh. I made it about you. I liked it. Right. Thank you. What a girl wants. Not begging you for answering the coasters. Alison Bree! Alison Bree! Just can't spike the mic, spike the bones. Spike it. Christopher. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by the new comedies of Fox Tuesday, September 17th. Don't miss the premiere of Dads, followed by the premiere of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.